Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Shades of a Black Boy Rainbow. Thanks again for supporting the podcast. I really appreciate it. I am Jojo, and this episode is titled Shades of Self-Worth, which means today we're going to talk about, obviously, self-worth. So let's get into it. Shades of a black boy, of a black boy, of a black boy rainbow. A little bit of this and that boy, this and that boy, of a black boy rainbow. Shades of a black boy, of a black boy, of a black boy rainbow. Black, queer, unapologetic. Shades of a, shades of a, shades of a, shades of a black boy rainbow. All right, people. So self-worth is something that I've definitely struggled with over the years, uh, whether it be in love, whether it be in my career, friendships, or even with family. And sometimes life circumstances make it hard to see the value in yourself. And that sucks. It sucks when people can talk about you and, you know, tell you you ain't shit and things like that. When you have trouble seeing your own self-worth and others don't see it as well, then where does that leave you? And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. When I got out of the army, I was 25 years old. I had no clue what I wanted to do as far as a career. I was single as fuck. Shit, I'm still single as fuck. I didn't have a lot of non-military connections because, I mean, I went in when I was 19. I had some friends, but, you know, when you're younger, those friendships, they kind of come and go like between 18, 19, 20 years old. So I was kind of starting from scratch and I lived in San Francisco at the time. I had maybe two or three black friends, but we weren't very close. And a lot of other people I knew that were in their mid to late 20s were making more money than me. Uh, I was still trying to figure my shit out. And so I thought, what am I good at? What do I have to offer? How can I build these connections, make friends? Because I was kind of struggling with my identity of who I was and, and where I stood with people. And the first thing that came to mind for me was sports because that's basically what my life was before I joined the military. There's not a bunch of like, like ex-military uh, or military veterans in, in the Bay Area. So it's just kind of like one of those things where I'm like, I can't really connect with them. Um, I dated a lot. I joined literally every sports league in San Francisco, uh, kickball, dodgeball, basketball, softball, like you name it. Like I tried to do every single one that was available. And I tried to make friends. And long story short, I struggled a lot in those areas. Sometimes you're struggling to hold it together and people don't even notice because you become so good at pretending to be okay. And instead of knowing your worth and knowing when to say no to opportunities or no to, I don't know, a sports game or maybe to like a a friend outing or something like that, um, I didn't know when to walk away when I wasn't getting what I wanted or getting what I felt like I deserved. And you become very accommodating to everybody else's needs and kind of sacrifice your own. And that's a very, very slippery slope to walk on. I was working a job I didn't really like, also didn't pay very much, which, you know, living in SF, that sucks. Like when you don't make enough money and you're kind of like struggling, Uh, I would commit to going on trips with people I barely knew and spending money I didn't have. Because I wanted people to like me, I wanted to fit in, and I was tying my self-worth to the amount of friends that I had, my job, uh, how well I played in a, in a sports game that week. What ended up happening was me going out every weekend, drinking a lot, 
having a shit ton of one-sided friendships and connections that would only survive if I had continued to have sex with these people or go on trips with them or run into the same, um, run in the same circles as them. And I would go on these trips and I was paying more than my fair share because I was trying to be nice and accommodate other people and their needs. And it was like, bitch, you don't even have money to be spending on other people besides yourself. So why are you even doing that? And I would play in sports leagues that weren't even fun anymore. I just, you know, I didn't really enjoy the football or the basketball league. It just kind of wasn't for me. And I continue to do it. And I would go to tournaments for other leagues that I didn't even want to go to and not really know who I was and where I even stood with these people. And it took me three years to snap out of that and to realize that I am worth more than the physical and material things I can provide. And I needed to be around people who recognize that and made efforts to know me as a person and not just as a sex object or an athlete or an employee. And I mentioned in the last episode that I feel it's important to have a support system of friends who will snap you back to reality and support your mental health. And I didn't really have that back then. It took me a really long time to find people that I clicked with like that. And that would, you know, be like, Jojo, what the fuck are you doing? You shouldn't be doing that. And it took me a really long time for me to realize for myself, Jojo, you shouldn't be doing that to be able to tell myself that. And I think the same concept applies here. You shouldn't be running around making friends with people who don't see the value in you as a person in what you bring to the friendship or to their life. Because otherwise, it's a one-sided friendship and you don't want to be in that. And it really does affect your self-worth because when you lose these connections, then it's just like, what the fuck? Like, these people don't like me. Um, I don't have any friends. Like, how do I make friends? Like, how do, you know, people appreciate me for who I am? How do I find people that will appreciate me for who I am? And I think the same thing also applies to romantic relationships as well. And it also applies at work, you know? And... I'm going to bring up race because, I mean, I feel like that also plays a factor in this as well. Plus, I mean, I feel like race applies to a lot of different things. I saw a quote. It said, um, what was it? Like people uh, who call you out for bringing up race, like have uh, some type of problem about their ancestors when they brought race into everything else. So it's like, like, okay, they, everybody else in the past, they made things about race, like when it came to people of color and excluding us from things. And then when we see things that we want to call out in regards to race in present day, then it's like, oh, like you shouldn't be doing that. And it's like, wait, but your people did it way back in the day. <laughs> anyway, I kind of got off track there, but I want to bring race into it because it does play a factor. And I've seen people of color rejected uh, romantically and from friendships because of their background or ranked like based on attractiveness, based on the color of their skin. I've seen people surround themselves with friends who are only a certain body type or a certain skin color and exclude others based on that as well. I've also seen people of color turn down jobs, right? Turn down jobs because the offer was less than what they wanted and felt like that they deserved and even less than market value in some circumstances. And companies weren't willing to negotiate those offers for whatever reason. And I applaud people of color for doing that. I think that that's a great example of knowing your worth and knowing when to say no to an opportunity and walk away from a situation that does not serve you. Like, why would you accept something that's less than what you need, less than what you deserve, less than what you feel like your worth is, and you're being realistic about it? And the same could be applied to other life situations too. I mean, it's 2021, and I always hear people talk about not having expectations, like in dating with no expectations, like dating with no expectations and having friends, but not having expectations. When you know your worth, you can have expectations and bounce on situations that don't measure up to what you're worth. 
you're kicking ass at work and constantly passed over for raises and promotions, or you have one-sided friendship where you're always there to listen to them and help them out. But when you're going through some shit and that friend is nowhere to be found, like that's a one-sided friendship. And that's somebody who does not appreciate what you bring to that situation or your worth, or you're dating someone and they can't or won't commit to you because you want a relationship. And they're like, Oh, like, I don't know. And, and I'm like, do they even really like you that much? Like they don't know your worth and you know what you're worth. So maybe, you know, that's, that's a situation where it's a red flag and, and you say, you know what? I'm worth more than this shit. Peace the fuck out. I'm not even upset about it because I mean, I've been in these situations and I was upset and it's totally fine to be upset, but what's not okay is to reduce your worth to accommodate other people who don't value you to begin with. So what's the saying? Um, why buy the cow if you can get the, the milk for free? So sometimes you got to be like, sorry, not sorry. And just keep it moving because some people will want to get that, that fucking milk for free, which I'm just like, nah, like you really got to take me as I am. Take me as a whole person, not just the things that I can do for you. And this is probably going to sound corny, but positive self-talk and affirmations is one strategy that I use to remind myself of how much I'm worth. When things don't go my way or I end up feeling undervalued, I have to snap myself out of it. But I try to be more broad about my worth and not attach it to anything. So like instead of trying to, I don't know, like attach it to something material, I need to make sure that I'm like digging deeper than that. Like I've been trying to find a way to recognize my worth without tie it to any external situations or material things. So instead of saying, for example, I'm a homeowner, I have a college degree, I'd say something like, I'm financially responsible, I'm organized, I'm motivated, I'm disciplined, I'm not a quitter, things like that. Because those things, you can maintain those things, those things can go away. And it's nice to have the material things, but attaching yourself worth to those things, in my opinion, is dangerous because what happens if you lose them? You lose your car, you lose your house, you lose your high paying job or that hot, sexy partner that you have or your spouse. Attaching yourself to those things that, you know, come and go, I think it's, re- it's really dangerous because it could definitely impact your, the way that you see your own self-worth. And I think that that's really important to just recognize that you are deeper than those things and be able to attach yourself to the core of who you really are and what really makes you unique and valuable, what you can offer as a person, not just the physical things. And I think it's easy to get wrapped up in those things we can get from life rather than the things that we can provide in life um, that's deeper than the material, whether that, you know, you attach yourself to the money or the friends, the relationships, we spend a lot of time at work and I think it's, it's really easy to end up attaching yourself to your job as well. And we spend a lot of time with our family and friends also. So I think, you know, it definitely is normal to be able to feel that attachment, detach yourself worth to those things. I've struggled with that, attaching myself to work. And when I feel like bad about my work, it really fucks with me because I take a lot of pride in the work that I do. And I don't know if that's like a military thing or what, or like, just something that my parents put in me, like to be a hard worker. But I mean, I don't have a college degree, but I work just as hard like as anybody else. Um, and it's just interesting that, you know, one little thing, like something out of place can just like, oh my God, like this, you know, this isn't going well. Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, why did I do this wrong? And when somebody comes for you and tells you that you suck, like, or like, oh, you're not shit or your, your work is horrible or, you know, you're not measuring up the expectations and, 
and you feel like you're doing a good job and somebody's constantly coming for you and like tearing you apart and they don't get what they want out of you. So then they start to undervalue you and your work and that shit hurts. Like it definitely does hurt and it can really, again, impact your, your self-worth. And especially like when you really take pride, like in the qualities that you have or the work that you do, you know, you're very passionate about the work that you do. You're very aware of the qualities that you have and you take pride in those qualities. It's really important to be able to have that foundational aspect to your self-worth. But then when somebody comes for that shit, then you're just like, damn, like, am I really that bad? Like, am I, you know, am I really that horrible of an employee or am I really that horrible of a partner or am I really that horrible of a friend? Now on the flip side, there are petty and shallow people who will completely tie their worth to like material things or they'll uh, like tie it to yours. So then they're like, oh, like I want to be friends with this person because they drive a Tesla or I want to be friends with this person because they own a house or I want to be friends with somebody who, you know, does X, Y, and Z. And it's easy for these people to judge others like based on that same idea or like to judge themselves, like size them up on their, on the same idea. And I, honestly, like, and you know, this is like a whole nother thing, but I feel like that leads to a lot of jealousy from people. So like when you get, start surrounding yourself with people like that, they end up tend to be jealous of the things that you do have in the humble attitude that you might have in regards to those things. And you take away all those things, like take all of it out of that. It's like, okay, what do these people actually have to offer? Like, what do they have besides their high paying job? Or what do they have besides like their attractive partner or like their, you know, big group of friends or luxurious vacations, hot body, all that shit. What do they have? Take all that shit away. What do they have to offer? Like, are they a kind person? You know, because at the same time, they could have all of those things. Like they could have all the stuff in the world and they could still be a disrespectful, arrogant, dishonest, childish, reckless, selfish, and jealous person. And the same person will say that they're better than you and they will have all of these negative qualities and they will try to make you feel bad about yourself to make themselves feel good. And so I'm just encouraging people to not let that shit happen. Like don't let somebody attack your self-worth in order to make themselves feel better because you don't deserve that shit. Nobody does. And finding strategies to block out negativity is really important. So like whatever's going to work for you, as I've gotten older, I found joy in telling these people directly to their face. And some people know me very personally and they know like I am not bullshitting you. Somebody will come for me with some superficial shit and like try to act like, you know, oh, like they're, you know, the, the hot shit in the world, whatever, because they have all these things are there or they will just put on like they have these things because some people just don't have shit to offer. Like whether it be, you know, emotionally, physically, they have nothing to offer at all. So they like lie about a lot of shit. But I will tell you straight to your face, I don't like you. You're petty. You're annoying. Get away from me. And I know that like at least 10 people who will listen to this episode have heard me say that to somebody's face and just walk the fuck away. Because honestly, I think honesty is the best policy. And I do this not to increase the value of myself, but to block out that person's negativity from impacting me in a negative way and make me feel bad about myself. And what was it? The, the quote, I don't even know who said this, but like I heard this quote somewhere. He who angers you conquers you. And I refuse to get angry at somebody who sadly needs to make others feel bad to make themselves feel good. Surround yourself with kind, generous, caring people who support you and will check you when you're acting like an idiot and lift you up when you're feeling down. Don't ever be afraid to stand up for yourself when someone is undervaluing you. 
whether that's at work, it could be friends or family. They may provide you with a paycheck, but they actually don't manage your money. They don't actually pay your bills. You do that for yourself and you do your own work while you're in that establishment. So if they don't appreciate how hard you're working, then you don't need to work hard for people who don't appreciate you. And if it's a friend situation, and I'm saying friends in air quotes, if that friend or those friends are not there for you when you need somebody to talk to, or they're constantly hating on you, you might want to find you some new friends. Like, why waste your time around people who want to hold you back or talk negative about you? when you're trying to be out here, trying to be your best self, like I don't understand why you would want to be around people like that, regardless of what they might have to offer, like the optics of like, oh, these people are my friends and it it looks good on paper, but if they're shitty people, why would you want to roll with people like that? Like, I don't understand that. And I would think that you wouldn't understand it either. And family, I know that's hard. Family can be very, very hard to kind of let go, but sometimes you have to cut family out too. And when you're leveling up and, you know, trying to be your best self and then somebody in your family tells you, oh, you're a sellout and you you forgot where you came from. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Like I'm out here trying to be responsible and kind and genuine living my best life. So maybe you should be trying to do that too. Like, don't tell me that I'm a sellout because I'm up here trying to do better. And you sit now here still doing the same shit. That's not working. It was like the definition of insanity is constantly doing the same shit over and over again, expecting a different result. And there's always going to be other jobs. You can always make new friends. I had to learn that shit. You can always make new friends. And if need be, you can always choose a new family. Chosen family is definitely a thing. And I think people also need to recognize that. And I hate, <laughs> I hate to quote Cat Williams. But I'm going to do it anyway. He said it's called self-esteem. It's esteem of your motherfucking self. Don't forget that. You have more power than you know. So you need to make sure that you own that shit. So I think I'm going to get off my podium and end it there. Real quick, I have a big episode dropping soon. It's going to be about an hour and a half long. So make sure you have alerts set up um, where you can, wherever you get your podcast. So that way you don't miss it. And thanks for listening to another episode of Shades of a Black White Rainbow. Stay awesome. Talk to you later. Bye. Black, clear, unapologetic. Shades of a, shades of a, shades of a, shades of a black boy rainbow.